the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. My usual co-host, Don Dix, is, I think, on his way to Belize. He's, uh, I, no, that's a, that's a joke. <laughs> He is. Uh, he's on his way to Sacramento for a conference on reopening California. And joining me as my co-host today is Doug Hauser, another cabinet member with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. And we're pleased to have as our guest, Sarah Stevens with Redeeming America Tours. And she was one of the organizers of a great Stop the Steal wild protest event in L.A. yesterday. And we're talking about that and the overall situation. Uh, Benjamin Franklin after the Constitutional Convention was approached on the street by a woman named Elizabeth Powell. She has a great story in and of herself. But she asked Benjamin Franklin, well, doctor, what have you given us? A republic or a monarchy? And it's disputed whether his reply was madam or not. His reply was a republic if you can keep it. And our Constitution and our founders created the longest surviving republic in the world. And have we now lost it? Yes, we have, yes, we have an election. We just had another corrupt, fraudulent election in the Senate in Georgia this week. The same kind of, of Democrat Party vote fraud. Maybe not as many zeros on the end of it, but still enough for them to win those two Senate seats and in a state that Donald Trump clearly carried by honest legal votes in November, they just elected, he may not be card carrying, they elected a communist. He was supporting communist to the Senate. Really? Do we really believe that? So what are we to do at this point? Let's start by going to our guest, Sarah, and talk about your event yesterday. And I know that having done some events, and this was bigger than any of my events, the amount of work that goes on, like the duck paddling underneath the water, to seem like it's happening smoothly on top of the water. Sarah. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, We just had such a wonderful time yesterday. And thank you to all the patriots that came out to show their support, their support of the president, the support of freedom, the support of democracy. It was just truly incredible. And, um, you know, how did it all happen? Um, That had a lot to do with um, one of my good friends. Her name is Sabrina. And she is the, um, sorry, she's the California leader for the MAGA drag, the the interstate. And so what they've been doing is these huge car um, motorcades uh, for Trump over this last year. And especially as the election was getting closer, the motorcades started growing and growing. And, um, and so anyways, so her and I partnered up together to do this. So she brought in all the motorcades and then I brought in all the speakers and um, it was just such a perfect fit because um, the need is so great right now to continue to make a stand for um, not only our president, but for what our country is truly about, which is um, securing freedom. And we know that the freedoms that we have are because of the military, the veterans, the first responders who've truly given their lives. So, yeah. Well, it's more than just that. I mean, they're, they're responsible. And I, I mentioned in my remarks yesterday, at the, at, or was it yesterday? This is broadcast yeah. Saturday. But on Wednesday, on, on January 6th, concurrent with the um, Kabuki Theater in, uh, in, the, in, in, con- in Congress to uh, affirm the vote fraud and that Joe 10% for the big guy Biden is supposed to be our next president. Right. Is that the veterans 
the guys who charged up Omaha Beach, the men who made the bayonet charge downhill to save that key union position at the Battle of Gettysburg, the men who marched with burlap bags on their feet instead of boots, leaving a trail of blood in the snow with General Washington. Yeah, I mean, we're free because of them. Right. But we're free because of the principles embodied in the Constitution. Exactly. The Declaration of Independence. Exactly. And first and foremost is the people get to elect their leaders. We have these mechanisms of the Constitution to try to put some constraints on the passions of majority rule, but the people get to elect their representatives. For good or ill, they get to elect them, and if they don't like them, they can get to elect somebody else in two years. Exactly. And, and that's, that's gone. I know. And that's why yesterday we wanted to just focus on bringing really quality speakers from so many different walks of life to bring their perspective. And um, that's why we had that amazing um, pastor and business owner, Brian Hawkins, who is African-American and such a leader in the freedom movement, who has so much wisdom and experience. And, you know, we had Dr. Judy Mikovich, who was just sharing her perspective on really what's going on with COVID and how COVID um, is basically this whole scam so that the Democrats can create a whole new um, structure to reform our society as with a socialist communist agenda. And so um, that's why we really wanted to spend yesterday, not just like encouraging and empowering the American people, but showing them that we have to have, you know, our heads out of the sand. We have to be fully knowledgeable and aware of the enemy that is within right now. And um, we have to take any and all steps and measures to secure freedom especially with our politicians right now. So Doug, what, you yeah, know. Sarah, um, Doug here. And I want to say first that I've been to several of your events in Murrieta at Riley's farm um, and a couple of others. And I've also been to at least one of these huge uh, drive for Trump's in Rancho Cucamonga. And I want to say to all our listeners that these events are tremendously fun as well as enlightening and informative, and they're very family friendly. So if you get a chance to attend one of these events, please, please do. And I also want to reiterate how important it is just for our presence to show that there are still people in this country. We know there's at least 80 million of us because each of those votes for Trump was a legit vote of an American citizen. We know that for sure. And uh, so to show that there are so many of us who still support freedom and liberty and the founding principles of this country uh, is just incredibly important. And so the work you do is is just absolutely invaluable. Um, I, I want to ask one question, and, and this is kind of a tough one. I hope it's not sort of above your pay grade, so to speak. But oh, Besides people showing up at events and um, signing recall Newsom petitions, which I think is also a really valuable and important thing. We're so close to being able to push that guy out, and that'll teach a lot of them a a valuable lesson, hopefully. Um, Is there anything that you can think of that the average citizen can do um, either from their home or maybe without, you know, walking bloody in the snow, you know, um, as our forefathers had to do um, to help the cause besides the importance of, of just showing up at these events and showing that we're there and that we support it. Exactly. I think that there's um, so much, there's so much to do on a local level that we can do right now. And I know that um, the battle is so huge that a lot of people feel lost and that they, there's nothing they really can do, but the truth is there is. So number one, um, if anyone is a Christian on this phone call right now and is a listener, um, the first, first and foremost, the most important thing we can do is pray. Okay. We need to be praying for our president. We need to be praying for the godly leadership that is in place right now in America. And we need to be praying for our country to come back to God. Okay. So that's huge. Okay. The second thing that we can do is, um, depending on, um, well, I was talking to my husband last night. We need to be sending letters to the White House. We need to be telling the president that we fully support him in every way possible. We do not agree with the fraud that has happened and that we want to take a stand against that. So we have to make sure that we're um, notifying our, you know, um, our Washington, D.C. We're notifying our, our local senators. Please write a letter to your local senator. And then also another thing that we can do too, is if anyone um, is not okay with the other affairs that are happening locally right now, as in 
the shutdowns and shutting down the churches and everything else. Um, what you can do is actually partner with us with Redeeming America. And what we're actually doing right now that we've been doing for the last, I don't know how many months, is we've been fighting for local business owners. And so we've been going to the county board of supervisors, um, us specifically in Riverside, but we've been helping people launch out into other places. And we've been protesting at the board and coming in and telling our stories because it's not okay what's happening. Some of these businesses are having lawsuits against them for $150,000. Businesses are going under right now. So we wanted to take a stand against that. Terrific. And let me say that that idea of going to the County Board of Supervisors, um, some people I know do that here in San Bernardino on a very regular basis. And I want to tell all our listeners, if you show up at a county supervisors meeting, you can talk for three minutes on any topic. And I know from personal experience that delivering a good, impassioned speech does have an effect on them. They know that one person who shows up at that meeting probably represents 100 or 500 people who feel the same way, but, you know, was working or couldn't afford to go to the meeting or whatever the case may be. So that is a really, really valuable and significant thing to do. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Doug and I can both both talk for much longer than three minutes have given the opportunity. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have to trim it down, you know, and then they kick me off the stage. <laughs> but I want to I want to circle back to something you were just saying, Sarah, about uh, about uh, writing to the senators, writing to your to your president. One of the things I'm not sure the path going forward and we're in a whole new situation. This is, yes. this is it's fundamentally different than what, than, than what it was before this election. Exactly. Is that he is always, and it looks like that Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated as, as president. He, he, we will always refer to him. Language is important. We will always refer to him. He is president vote fraud. As long as he is in office, as long as I'm not sure when they're going to push him out the door in favor of Comrade Harris. Mm-hmm. But if she becomes president, she is always president. Vote fraud. And we keep pushing on that. We want to undermine their legitimacy as much as possible. The enemy operates on the principle enunciated by Vladimir Lenin. A lie repeated often enough. Yep. Becomes the truth. Exactly. Our job is to keep telling the truth over and over again. So people, once they got it, McDonald's does not run a commercial for its Big Mac or whatever it's whatever it's selling these days and go, okay, we did it. We we told the people all about our new product. They keep telling them and telling them and telling them and telling them. And we need to be just as persistent on this point as McDonald's is or as the enemy is with their, you're a bunch of fascist, racist, Nazis, blah, 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 that they, that they, that they go through. Let's take a break here and hear from our sponsor. He still, he does like to have his commercials played during the show. Uh, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590, the answer. 
Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Uh, my usual co-host, Don Dix, is on his way to Belize, I think. Now, we already did that joke. He's actually on his way to a conference in Sacramento. Uh, I have my fellow Redlands Tea Party Patriots cabinet member, Doug Hauser, sitting in as, as, uh, as co-host. And we are pleased to be talking to Sarah Stevens with Redeeming America Tours. As she was one of the or- primary organizers of a great event to stop the steal in Los Angeles on January 6th. Uh, for lack of be- better opportunities, I was one of the speakers there. And um, Sarah, we had a lot of good speakers. Pastor Tim stands out in my mind, Pastor Tim Thompson. What message, I mean, is there, what stood out in your mind or was that you heard, oh, I hadn't thought of that before. Oh my goodness. Well, I, uh, one of the speakers that I really liked, um, enjoyed hearing was, of course, I loved all of them, but, um, I really liked, um, listening to David Hernandez, who has the radio station that's out there in Los Angeles. And he is a leader in the Hispanic community. And I just love the statistics that he was throwing out there saying that the Hispanic vote um, specifically, I believe he said in Los Angeles, went from 16 percent to, I think, 36 percent or something like that. How the, the numbers are just substantially growing in the Latin American community for as a Republican vote, a Trump vote and um that was just, it was so inspiring to me, you know, and I love the fact that there are so many different nationalities and cultures that all believe in freedom, democracy, and are taking a stand for Trump. That's just so encouraging to me. Well, one of the things it's amazing to me is, you know, of course, we Donald Trump supporters are all white supremacists yeah. is one of the great things about it in America is you don't have to be white to be a white supremacist. And you can see that on display at any of the, uh, of the Donald Trump rallies. Right. Exactly. Right. I mean, when we're accused that our message is just the message of old white men, you know, or it's white supremacy, it's absurd on its face. People from every country in the world want to come here to experience the benefits of freedom and liberty and the, the opportunity to advance their family through their own hard work and their own skills and their own talents. And it is not unique to any one ethnic group. In fact, I totally believe that so many of the uh, ethnic people in our country, Hispanics, African-Americans, Asians, they are really conservative. They maybe don't realize it because of all the propaganda, but they are entrepreneurial people. They are interested in good quality education. They want to be free to, to advance their family's interests, you know, and not to be subject to some larger group dynamic that's going to boss them around and tell them what to do. That's why they came here from, from the beginning, you know? And it was, it was so touching to me yesterday because we had a whole group of Chinese patriots that were all from China, escaped communist China. And we had a girl speak that was actually persecuted as a Christian. They were trying to kill her in China and she fled here for religious freedom. And so she spoke yesterday and her name was Sarah also. And, um, and it was so inspiring. And she told me, she's like, Sarah, I just want to let the people know that, that China is communist and that communist regime is trying to come here. And that is what we have to fight against. And, um, so between their message um, the amazing and beautiful Lenka Komolo, who um, is from Czechoslovakia, who left a communist, a communist nation and has escaped. And hearing from so many different people from so many different walks of life, it was just um, just so incredible because we really have a message for the people. You know, and Billy Graham, before he passed away, he had a very important saying that I think is very important um, and very relevant to what we're going through right now. And it said, he he mentioned, he said, does America have this spiritual and the practical capability to lead the world to freedom? And I truly believe with all of my heart that we do. And I believe that this is not just a political game right now that's going on. This is a spiritual battle that we are facing in America because the whole world is looking at us. 
the eyes of the world are looking on America and what is going to be happening. And if we can continue to have the stand for freedom, religious freedom, financial freedom, everything that America is truly about, we can, can we can give more and more to all these other nations and lead them to a better life. If, Pastor, go ahead. No, I was going to say, if anybody in the world thinks that the world will be a better place with the communist Chinese party in charge or radical Islamists in charge, uh, they have to think pretty seriously about uh, that belief because it's pretty clear that that will not be the case. Those are uh, groups that are interested only in their own individual power structure and building that up and controlling other people, whereas the basic power structure of the history of America is liberty and freedom. Of course, we've fallen short of that goal, you know, at times, obviously, the the uh, disaster of slavery in America, which we know many of the founding fathers wanted to do away with at the beginning, but prevented from doing so. But we fought a bloody civil war to liberate those people, our people. And um, that it has been our guiding motto all along. Like I say, we may not have lived up to it perfectly all the time, but that is our goal. And when every country in the world sees their own legitimate advancement and the liberation and benefit of their citizens as their primary goal, the whole world will be a much better place. Exactly. exactly. One of the things that Pastor Tim said is, if you're if you're a member of a church and you you emphasize the importance, Sarah, of praying and being and, and, and religion and Christianity to America's recovery and survival. He said, Pastor Tim says that if your church isn't open, you should be finding another church. And I know that here in Redlands, we have uh, the Ark Church of the Nazarene, Pastor, Pastor Jack Hibbs at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, of course, Pastor uh, uh, Tim Thompson at 412 Marietta, and there are, and there are, there are others. A lot of them, the churches are, are, are closed now. But also, if, you, if, if your church just, you know, just tells you some nice things and sounds nice and sing, sing a few songs and that's good enough, uh, that, that's not going to cut it. Uh, the, in the Revolutionary War, the, the pastors were so effective at, motiv- at motivating the patriot cause. The British called them the black-robed regiment. The famous famous religious scholar, Ann Coulter, said that it's time for Christians to realize the big thing is taken care of. Could you be courageous and fight for the most consequential nation on earth? Wow. I may add, it's all the what uh, Greg just said of the Revolutionary War was obviously also true of the Civil War. The abolitionist movement was led by preachers. You know, everybody knows about John Brown, for example, but uh, the religious fervor that uh, led to, you know, the awareness that slavery was simply wrong and had to be stopped by whatever means necessary uh, was a big factor there. Yes. Can the Republic be restored by political means? I asked that question yesterday on Wednesday, and my answer is I don't know. Sarah, do you think, never mind exactly how, can we still save the republic by political means? I, I believe that anything is possible. I do. And I believe that Trump has some more tricks under his sleeve. <laughs> I believe that certain things can still um, happen, whether it's um, him declaring martial law and other things happening. I believe that this, um, I think that is more than able to happen. Um, I believe that if the right people get involved with leadership and running for politics, we can, we can do this. I know it can be very discouraging where people feel like, um, that every election's rigged and it's always going to be like this. And no, it doesn't have to always be like this. We can take a stand. We can exercise our rights. We can write letters. We can run for office. We can, there's so many things that we can do. We can make it happen. I believe it's possible. We can look at the fact we can gain, get some encouragement from the fact that we gained a bunch of seats in the House of Representatives. Exactly. So, you know, and not a single incumbent Republican lost. 
So there is some comfort to be gained from that. I, I very much agree. Um, if I might add uh, uh, one last note on, on that subject, uh, Dan Bongino recently said one of the things is that when our, uh, uh, when our side is people are running for office, we must put before them that one of their primary uh, jobs when they get there is electoral reform. We've got to get back to something like an election day, not an election two months. We are out of time for this segment of United IE Radio. Stay tuned for the exciting second half of this week's show. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that is accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we see that, as uh, Benjamin Franklin told, asked or warned Mrs. Powell in Philadelphia after the Constitutional Convention, it's a republic, madam, if you can keep it. Is if we're going to keep the republic, we're going to need people to fulfill the obligations of that most important political office. In our first half, we had Sarah Stevens with your Redeeming America Tours, who was one of the organizers of one of the great Stop the Steal rallies on January 6th. Uh, This one was in L.A. And we're now pleased to have Jim Riley, who uh, owns Riley's Farms, which is a great place for they do historical reenactments. You can go out and pick apples and other fruits out there in season. They have great performances and music and dinner out there. He's also a political thinker and a patriot and an activist for our cause. And the immediate reason for inviting him on the show today is he was one of the patriots who journeyed all the way across America to attend the Stop the Steal protest in D.C. on January 6th. So we're pleased to have his observations. And uh, hopefully, Jim, that was not you in the, in the horns sitting in Nancy Pelosi's chair. No, not me. That I, I don't. I just don't do well in horns. I mean, it's just uh, it's not my not my style. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, I flew into D.C. Monday night um, and uh, attended a few small events at the Supreme Court. Uh, had my first uh, exposure to the D.C. police. Uh, they shut down an event because an uh, evangelical or a Catholic was throwing literal salt. Uh, and light on the event, and they, they determined that box of salt was an explosive, and so they uh, basically deep-sexed that, uh, that first event I attended. And I was a little depressed because the number of people there was kind of small, but we, uh, we got together with friends, uh, in, uh, I think it was Tuesday night, and we, we prepared to go to um, the rally the next day, and we were told to arrive at the Ellipse which is the long grassy expanse between the White House and the Washington Monument, beautiful area. We were told to show up at, at 9 for a speech by the president at 11. Turns out we probably should have been there at 4 or 5 in the morning to get a seat and to go through security because it was so massive, you guys. It was 
I have never seen so many people together in one place. It was kind of like uh, Woodstock for smart people. It was just all, it just everywhere you look, there were people. And um, so we, we stood in the, the sleety cold air and waited for President Trump. He gave a, a, a great oration. And then we were kind of all encouraged to go to the Capitol. And we walked down the, the mall and I got a, a text from, or an email from someone saying that Patriots had breached the Capitol, which uh, um, now in retrospect seems very strange because we walked in that direction and there was a, a huge police line in front of the scaffolding uh, in front of the Capitol where the uh, seats are set up for the inauguration of the pretender coming up. And uh, so we um, we moved forward towards the police line and there was some agitation between some of the uh, demonstration members that there was the pepper spray being sprayed. And, you know, I saw a young woman, uh, she could have been, you know, 19 or 20, just uh, holding on to her brother, her boyfriend and uh, unable to breathe. It was just some, some people really got hit badly with pepper spray. Anyway, the police abandoned that line uh, and the the demonstrators took the scaffolding. They basically took all the seats in front of the Capitol building. From where we were standing, we couldn't see people entering the building. I don't have any doubt that people did, but we didn't witness any of that. It had, from my perspective, the uh, spirit of a really spirited football game or soccer match in Europe or whatever. It was just a lot of young people pretty excited about the cause and, and also aggravated by uh, voter fraud. And um, uh, and that's about as much as I saw. I, I got pepper sprayed for the first time in my life. And um, uh, it wasn't as bad as uh, people say. I, <laughs> I, uh, I just had some burning in my lungs and a little bit of watering in the eyes, but I didn't get it directly in the face like some people did. But at, at any rate, um, I thought it was a, a beautiful event. The spirit of the place was just amazing. People from all over the country, families. This was not, um, you know, the, the profile of a BLM movement or an Antifa movement is uh, a bunch of um, uh, young folks who haven't got a job yet or are um, miffed that they don't have the latest iPad. But this was... Um, children, this is uh, uh, old people, this was families, uh, a lot of patriots from all over the country. You know, the, the, the I saw some video that was posted where the, the, the protesters didn't push through the barricade. The, the, the police just stood back and opened it for them. Yeah, I, I saw that one as well. And I think that might have taken place before we got there. Um, there, there were some uh, pushing and shoving encounters be between both, both sides. I, uh, I'm, I'm truthful about that, but the, the, um, uh, I, I, I had the impression that people wanted to be heard in, in an environment where uh, they were being told, I think gaslit, that, that voter fraud is not an issue and that you should just settle down and uh, reconcile yourself to this incredibly uh, corrupt process we appear to be uh, subject to. And I think a lot of these young people were, were very frustrated. They, they, they basically had been patient four years watching a sham investigation uh, on, the, on the Russia front, uh, you know, enduring ridiculous COVID restrictions and watching BLM and Antifa riot all summer and uh, somehow we were being told to unify un uh, under the banner of a unity none of us feel because we feel our vote's been taken from us. You're right. It's, um, it's one thing to lose an election. And even if the other side is, is really bad and really going to do bad things. But the republic can survive if you know, you know that was an honest election. For whatever reasons, the other side got more votes. And we know that in two years, there's going to be another honest election, and we can point out all the now record, the deficient record of the people that just got elected. But when it's well, corrupted, the vote process is corrupted like it is in Venezuela, we don't have that. 
Right, and, and, and it's interesting you mentioned Venezuela because we're being accused of being a banana republic, but, the, but I keep telling people the reason you become a banana republic is because you don't protect the integrity of your elections. If you have a two-year period where you can change things and you can actually encourage people to participate knowing that their vote is sacred to the people who count it, then you're not going to have the kind of animosity and potential violence. I mean, to me, it's actually surprising that Trump supporters have not gotten as violent as uh, BLM and Antifa because they, they certainly have a lot to be agitated about. I mean, um, I, I, as you probably know, I've tried to get pastors over years to get involved in politics, but now it's gonna be even more difficult because they're gonna say, why should we be, why should we be out there? I mean, they don't count our vote anymore. Hey, Doug wants to get into this conversation. Yeah, um, I, uh, I totally agree with what you're saying. And it's all very well for the other side to say, well, let's unify now. Um, I just saw an interesting uh, inter- series of interviews with a bunch of uh, Democrats in New York. And they all agreed with the general principle that we need to compromise. We need to unify. And then they were asked after they said that they were all asked individually. So are you willing to compromise on the issue of global warming? Oh, no, no, that that's an issue that we cannot compromise on because that's life and death. Are you willing to compromise on the issue of abortion? Well, no, no, because a woman's right to choose is, you know, absolute. It, it transcends anything the government can do. Are you willing to compromise on income inequality? Oh, no, no, that we can't compromise on that. And it turned out that on issue after issue, they didn't want to compromise on any issue while they agreed in principle that compromise was a good thing. And here we see the same thing. We're told that we should just get over it. And, you know, there's no uh, definitive evidence of widespread deliberate corruption of more than 100 million votes. You know what I mean? Uh, with, With all these qualifiers where for the last four years, we've had to put up with the ridiculous Russia collusion. Nobody ever told them, just get over it. Just get over it. So what if Russia had a few Facebook pages? Get over it. That was never said, right? But our side always is told, get over it. So I'd like to hear your thoughts along those lines. The asymmetry of the situation. I I, I agree. I I think that, um, you know, I was telling someone recently, I I just, it's, through some flaw in my education, I, I never knew what the term gaslighting meant until about a year or a half ago. And it seems like this has been the year of gaslighting, where people tell us that our concerns are not real uh, and that, that we should just accede to their concerns, which are real. <laughs> and that, that's the sign of an abuser. Um, that's the sign of someone who's trying to, 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 to make you believe that, that nothing you're worried about is worth worrying about. And I'm telling you, if if we can't actually see the physical balance, if we can't audit whether envelopes have been thrown away, whether signatures uh, match previous public documents, we don't really have legitimate elections in this country. And that's a, that's a huge problem. We will descend into violence that you can't imagine because people will have no recourse. That's right. It's often often said, you know, that we in our system, we use ballots, not bullets. And if the ballots become untrustworthy and people feel that their ballot is not even being counted, as Greg said, it's one thing to lose an election and you lose it fairly. And okay, we'll watch these guys do what they do and then we'll beat them next time around. But if you feel like, you know, the system is corrupted and you have no chance of winning, no matter how many of you there are on your side, then uh, I I hate to say it. It's really, really unfortunate. I hope it doesn't come to this. I still believe that we can uh, reverse things by political means. But, you know, sometimes there's a point reached. We saw it in this, the Revolutionary War and the Civil War where, you know, there was no other recourse. And I just hate, hate to think that that is a possibility. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so let's pause right there. And we're going to take a break here because I want to let Jim have plenty of time to give his thoughts on this question on this on this question is can the republic be saved by political means at this point and we're going to delve into that after this word from all-star collision the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll back after this 
When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and Doug Hauser, also with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, is my co-host this week as Don Dix is off. Um, he said he's going to Sacramento, but I suspect he's on his way to Belize right now. But we'll, we'll, see, we'll see if he's back next week. We are visiting with Jim Riley, the owner of Riley's Farms in Yucaipa, a great place for historical reenactments, for dinner, for picking your own fruit in season. And he's also made the journey all the way back to D.C. for the big rally, uh, Stop the Steel rally on January 6th. And we're hearing his observations. And Doug had raised a point just before our break, and we're going to get Jim's thoughts on it. At this point, with a corrupted electoral system, a feckless Republican Party, a feckless courts who have let the steel stand, can the republic be saved or restored by political means? Not purely political means. I, I think, you know, that, you know, as Breitbart said, politics is downstream of culture. We need to have major uh, reform in churches. And in uh, families, basically, we have to have ideas uh, that that become, uh, you know, <laughs> deeply held and, and, and much more of the Republican than, than right now. Although, just as a side, I have just never been more encouraged by the kind of people I saw in D.C. and the kind of people I've seen on our farm, actually. I, I've branded us as a place where I, I basically said in our Facebook messages, if you love communism, this will not be a great place for you to visit. You know, <laughs> I, I, I basically have said, uh, you know, that that our place celebrates American values and American history. And if you hate all of that, you shouldn't be here. But there has to be a cultural change first. But whether or not it's just politics, Greg, um, I think that one of the problems with conservatives is we are very law and order people. We're procedural people. We want to win in the courts. We want to win in the legislature. But we have to begin winning on the streets as well. I mean, most of us are Christians. We worship um, the, the God-man, Jesus Christ, who actually turned over the tables in the te- temple and uh, braided the whip. And, and sometimes I get the impression if one of these modern conservative political activists were there when Jesus did that, they would say, Jesus, we're better than that. We're not like the other side. That's not who we are. <laughs> That's not who we are. And, and you know, the, I, I take great uh, um, comfort in the fact that millions of patriots put a little bit of fear in Congress. I mean, I think that's a good thing. I'm not saying that I'm not justifying any violence, but but if if, if you're not fearful of the public, if you're not fearful of what, what they will do if they're pressed too far, then you will continue taking from them everything they have. I'm driving around this Georgetown area, and this is incredible wealth back here, and it's our, all our money. You know, yep. that if, if, if we don't show them, look, you, you cannot take our hard-earned life savings. You can't shut our restaurants for some COVID fear you've got. If, if we don't push back, they they will take more and more from us. Well, absolutely. There's, there's an old saying. Um, I'm not sure who said it first, but uh, when the people are afraid of the government, you have tyranny. And when the government is afraid of the people, you have democracy. I was going to use that quote. <laughs> OK, um, I jumped in. Um, so uh, let me just make a couple of points and get your comments on them. I heard Dan Bongino a couple of days ago that who and I said this in the first segment with uh, Sarah um, that. 
all our elected officials or people who are running for office in this next cycle, we must hold them to account that they will fight for electoral reform to bring our elections back to what they used to be and that that should be one of the top, if not the top issues um, on their agenda. And the other issue is one that uh, you, your farm, the Riley's Farm, hosted a major event for that really helped us and I'm very involved with, and that is the school choice issue. And I like to say that education is the a good education is the one issue that can help fix all other issues, whether the issues are crime, democracy, homelessness, the economy, or even, uh, you know, quote unquote, liberal issues like the environment and energy, uh, a well, well educated population can really help to solve or at least vastly mitigate those issues. Um, so I know you've supported our school choice uh, initiative. Um, so just uh, your thoughts on those two things about uh, electoral possibility of electoral reform to bring elections back to an election day rather than an election month or an election two months and uh, school choice. Well, school choice, first of all, we're homeschoolers. We, we homeschooled six kids and uh, I'm a big fan of school choice. I've been involved all, all the way back to the vouchers, I believe in the early nineties. I, I think that we have to do that. And I think that COVID might help us because if some of these parents who actually sit in on zoom classes with their kids, and they start tweeting out, uh, you know, social networking out uh, the content of what these, the, the, the crap, in other words, that they're being taught in school. I think that there will be uh, a, a movement to, to allow more choice in education. And the amount of money we spend per student is so absurd that any family could get a premier education at a private institution or religious institution uh, if, if they had access to that cash. And, and we're going to have to do that. Okay, let me just interrupt to say that statistically, you're absolutely correct. The shutdown has alerted many parents on all sides of the political spectrum, all ethnicities, that their kids are not being educated in school. They, they are aware of that in a way that they never were before. Okay. Right. Let- and so COVID could be a blessing that way. We've got to use it. I'm sorry, may I interrupt Let's suppose we get a school choice initiative on the ballot in 2022. And or let's suppose we manage to get a recall of Gavin Newsom on the ballot. Now that they can now that they can do advanced vote fraud, they don't need they don't need to go the old fashioned way of fake registration, seeing who voted or old registrations and voting in that name, rounding up homeless people to uh, to, to to register and vote and so on. They program well, their machines to. I, I think that we've got to be kind of inventive about the way we turn in our vote. I was thinking that if we went to every registered our voters in California, we said look, we don't trust you, you're incompetent, you're corrupt. We're going to gather all the votes ourselves, count them ourselves, and turn them into you in a block because we you know, we know what we did. The, 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 the idea that they're going to change voluntarily, I think, is uh, idealistic. Um, I, I, as I understand it, California has something like a million dead ballots, uh, dead, um, uh, out of state ineligible. Uh, and we, we basically institutionalize fraud in that you don't need to show your birth certificate to get a driver's license, but you can use that driver's license to register to vote, is if I understand the process correctly. So we're, we're, we're basically institutionalizing voting for non-citizens. And I think we're going to have to get very loud and angry about this. We're going to have to say, look, if you want us to pay taxes, if you don't want us to withhold those, you're going to have to give us an election process that is totally transparent. We are going to be on your ass every minute of the way. Um, and uh, and if, if we don't get if we don't get very passionate about that, we're done. I think I, I think you're right. And uh, it's going to take a quantum level increase in private citizens fulfilling the obligations of their most important office, both numerically and in effectiveness. We got about maybe another minute and a half here. One of the things that's really puzzled me as I've wa- and, and watched these last two months is the anyone who's willing to look, the evidence is overwhelming. 
that the Democrats stole this election with blatant, open, in our faces vote fraud. And yet the vast majority of Republicans elected electeds have looked the other way, have done nothing. And you would think that they would be fighting mad over that. What do you think about that? And is it time to leave the Republican party and form something new that's willing to fight? Uh, it's a it's a, a mysterious puzzle to me as well. I I finally got Jay Obernolte to uh, call me my our new congressman and and I said Jay, what do you think about these multiple reports affidavits of of fraud? And he said I'm a numbers guy. I just don't believe it. Uh, so I I I don't I I, I have no idea why. Uh, they, they aren't more upset about this unless they think it's some sort of spoil system where you do what you're told by the party, you get elected, and uh, you shut up about certain issues. Yeah, it is a mystery to me. It's an issue they run away from. We are out of time for this week. Thank you so much, Jim, for being on our show and stay safe. And uh, but within staying safe, cause as much trouble back there as as you can. And. Uh, Tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California, PRE ID number 10126585, Arizona MLO license number 092643, Branch NMLS ID number 184172, Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 092537, Equal Housing Opportunity. AM 590, the answer.